0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have been extremely open about my struggles with severe anxiety, depression, childhood trauma, and therapy has honestly given me the tools to not only get through the everyday, but enjoy every day. Whether you're coping with trauma, stress, a specific hardship, whatever it may be, you don't need to feel ashamed of normal human struggles because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you because there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You all know I always complain about how expensive therapy is, but BetterHelp therapy is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are working with therapists from home. I mean, what's the harm in trying it? I guarantee BetterHelp's therapists will provide you with a new perspective on your current struggles. BetterHelp has a special offer for Meet My Mess listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash meetmymess. That's betterhelp.com slash meetmymess. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Oh, you want my number? Oh, no, sorry, i gonna give it out to strangers. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to my podcast, though. What's it called? Meet my mess. Jingle balls, jingle balls, you fill me with glee. Along with what I like to call number three. Jingle balls, jingle balls, what a merry sight to see. Sagging, bouncing, jingling, jangling, jingle balls, you are the reason my petunia sings. Jingle balls, jingle balls, I have you to think for my future offspring. Jingle balls, jingle balls, watch yourself, because the holidays can be cruel. Act naughty, and I will kick you in your family jewels. That is my breakout poetry piece. I mentioned last week that I have been very into writing lately. And so I thought that what better time of year than the holidays to release my first piece of writing of poetry. Jingle Balls, a Christmas poem. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope it inspired you. I hope it was a welcomed awakening to behave yourself around the holidays, men, and also to let you know we appreciate you. Although we may on this show bash you, trash you, and Twist your twist your balls a little. We love you, we respect you, and we appreciate the very little you do do for us. If this is your first time listening to my show, welcome. This is Meet My Mess, hosted by me, Carissa Harrison. Messiest podcast in all of the land. We're back. We're at it with. <laughs> my earrings falling out it wouldn't be a meet my mess intro without fucking jewelry falling out let's just take the hoops out because odds are the other ones coming out pretty quick too welcome to meet my mess I'm happy to have you happy holidays to everyone it is snowing here in Canada I have managed to not crash my car yet I do not have snow tires. I have still been driving to and from work, which is a 45-minute commute anyways. No one fucking cares. Thank you for listening to my show. Today, I really wanted to just help you get in the Christmas spirit and talk a little bit about the holidays and uh, what's going on. So first, I would like to Talk a little bit about how to win an argument with your family member. Now, this can be done, these tactics can be used at any point in time. This is not just a Christmas technique. However, I think that now is the perfect time to bring you my tips on how I win every single argument with any relative I have. I will be honest, this is not a healthy quality to have, but I am very skilled at the art of winning arguments and essentially gaslighting and manipulating people into thinking I'm right. I don't know where I developed this talent, Um, maybe years of bullying. It was a very good defense mechanism when people would make fun of me to turn their shitty comments back on them and make them look bad. Very good at that. Very good at making people feel terrible about their own behavior. So without further ado, let me tell you the first thing you have to think about when you are entering the lion's den, an argument with an uncle, an aunt, a grandmother, a grandfather, a parent, a sibling, a cousin, a random person that your mom invited to Christmas dinner that she heard was going to be alone on Christmas that she met at Walmart. The first thing you need to ask yourself is this person is, is, this person worth arguing with are they going to be fun to get a rise out of when they get mad will it be visually appealing will their face turn red will they eventually get over it will they just get more drunk with the more angry they get these are all questions you need to ask yourself Is this person fun to fuck with? Are they funny to see angry? And are you willing to reap the consequences if it is not as funny as you think it might be? I personally always find these arguments entertaining, but I know many people don't find political debates to be comical or entertaining. They find them to be serious topics to put your heart and soul into. And the next thing you need to consider is, are they actually willing to listen to what you have to say? I was given a piece of advice by a college professor. I will not take the credit. Um, And the piece of advice was that Sometimes people just aren't ready to have conversations about politics. Sometimes they are not ready to even listen to what you have to say. So if you are speaking to someone who is completely set in their ways, there is no room. You don't you got to assess, right? If you don't think that there's any room for their opinion to budge, don't waste your breath. Unless, of course, it is for entertainment purposes as discussed before the first tactic once you have decided this is an argument i am going to throw myself into you have to be dedicated all right you have to go in if you decide i'm going to have this argument you have to be ready to battle you need to be in a good space to articulate yourself well the first (laughs) that was a little bit of a ridiculous segue I will be honest I have smoked a lot of marijuana before recording this episode and I would like to know if that pisses people off like does it make you mad that I do you feel I don't take the show seriously because I smoke weed before I work? I'm just curious. Anyways, do validate their points even if they are ridiculous? Um, if you validate their points, the person will feel heard and they will take their guard down immediately. No one wants to feel attacked in any situation in any conversation. So validating someone's points, even if they are absolutely fucking ridiculous, is key. But be careful. you don't want to say you are right because that completely throws your argument out the window. You have to make them feel heard. You have to say, I hear you, I understand what you're saying completely. However, But, but is also a word to avoid. See, it's all about the minute, minuscule details in arguments. You really have to be on your game. You have to look at how every single word you are going to use could be used against you. So the word but, for example, is saying, oh, you say you hear me, you say you validate me, but you have a Counterpoint, you have an argument, and what you're saying is completely disvaluing everything I just told you. So, the word but, get it out of there. You want to speak with so much conviction that no one can deny that you are wrong. You want to speak with so much conviction that even if you are wrong, the other person won't know. If you come in with an attitude of, oh, this is something I've thoroughly studied. This is something I am thoroughly educated in. And it's something I am ready to discuss. And I have a list of valid points to discuss. No, it's going to be really, really hard to follow you. With that said, don't say anything that you're not sure of because this completely completely in one second ruin your credibility. I know that it might seem appealing to say some fact that's made up that would support your point, but if you're wrong, you're you've basically lost the argument there because every point you make afterwards is completely without credit because you already made one invalid point. And it's very easy to um, strike, I guess, strike down. That's not what I want to say. Um, let me slow down and think of the word disassemble. No, I don't know. I don't know. Disassemble. Sure. Disassemble someone's point. Now my point is completely fucking gone and out the window. Yeah. Don't say anything you aren't sure of though. This could completely ruin your credit. And there will likely be a point you will reach that they will make a valid point too. The opposing party will make some valid points too. And that is the most fun kind of debate to enter because it is challenging. We just had a quick little family member pass by and when you reach that point that you don't know what to say they've said a valid point you don't know what should come next this is when you slow down like I just showed you like I just gave you a very very perfect unprompted example of you slow down you think about what they say you nod you look at them and you say I hear you I hear you you just pause. I don't care how how long you have to pause for. Don't speak if you don't have something good to say. because stuttering and invalid points in an argument are your worst enemies. You have to be so goddamn confident, so goddamn well spoken and have your points and your shit together to win an argument with Uncle Keith. You're going into war. I don't care if this means less bottles of wine, less bottles, fucking me over here drinking multiple bottles of wine on Christmas. I mean, it's not inaccurate, (laughs) but what I meant to say was if it means two less glasses of wine, then okay. because the satisfaction you will get of winning an argument with your most stubborn conservative, conservative family member. And I'm whispering because my most conservative family member is the one who is right outside my door right now. If that means winning that argument, well, that's the best, that's the best stocking stucker stuff. Isn't this best stocking stucker you could ever ask for? That's the best gift Santa could ever give you. Speaking of gifts, let's talk about them. We have to we have to talk about gifts. Gift giving, gift receiving. It is the most beloved aspect of the holidays. Unless you're fucking me. I absolutely with a burning, 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 burning ring of fire. Um, I hate the act of gift giving completely. I hate receiving gifts. I hate giving gifts. The whole thing makes me completely and utterly uncomfortable. I think the reason I hate giving gifts the most is because I'm expected to have this big, big reaction. And I am not a very outwardly emotional person, especially when it comes to The emotion of excitement. The emotion of excitement makes me feel so uncomfortable. I don't know. It's just everything about it it's the jumping around, it's the screaming, it's the smiling, it's the praise, it's the Getting excited for something that might not be all that it's chalked up to be. The emotion of excitement makes me so fucking uncomfortable. Like sadness feels more comfortable to me than excitement Um, because a lot of the times when I've been excited, I guess I've just been let down. So the emotion of excitement, I can't believe that. I know it's crazy that going from gifts can be disliked because of the the feeling of excitement but um yeah I just don't want to have to pretend I'm excited about something if I'm not basically and the reason I hate giving gifts is because I have been absolutely fucking traumatized by gift giving um it's already just like not easy obviously to get someone a gift that you don't like but I had a hell of an ex-boyfriend when it came to gift giving i really need to give this ex a name because he's my most significant ex and we lived together for a lot a while we were together for three years we all know about him but i need to give him a name i i really just don't have anything good for him i do no even know he looks like i think his name is jimmy neutron I'm gonna look up who's what that's just the name that comes to mind is Jimmy Neutron. No, it's not Jimmy Neutron. I want the blonde version of Jimmy Neutron. I don't know his name. I'm gonna have to think on this again, whatever. Fuck me. Sorry for getting off topic, but that's really gonna piss me off. And if anyone knows of like what I'm talking about when I say blonde Jimmy Neutron, please send me. Send it my way because it's really going to just piss me right off. Anyways, the reason I'm so uncomfortable with giving gifts is because I had an ex boyfriend who literally was the devil when it came to receiving gifts. So. Basically, whenever the holidays would come around, he would tell me exactly what he wanted, which one would think is a really great, great, easy way for someone to give their significant other a gift. If you have an exact list of what you want, that should be simple enough, right? Boom, you order it online. All right. Well, my ex boyfriend, he wanted an Astro World hoodie. And he failed to mention that th- these hoodies were being sold on a specific day at a specific time that I would have to wake up at 5 a.m. to buy him this hoodie because I was not privy to this information. Um, I just like, went and ordered the first Astro World hoodie that came up when I Googled Astro World hoodie. And um, eventually it arrived. And. okay, no, this is not how it happened. So we he knew that obviously that this was what I was going to be getting him. And he asked me to kind of like talk. He like kind of like talked me into telling him how much the hoodie was. I don't know why, but like, it was just like a high conversation where he's like, how much was it? Like just like out of curiosity. And I like told him a price and it was like, not very high. It was like 60 bucks or something. And he was like, there's no way that that's like the right thing you order- ordered, basically. Like, there's no way that the World hoodie was only 60 bucks. And I was like, okay, fucking Travis Scott is getting quite the ad on this episode, might I add. Um, but I was like, all right, fuck me. And he started to be such a dick about the fact I ordered the wrong hoodie. He was like, Okay, well, I guess you're gonna have to like order another one. Like immediately, that was what he had to say. He was like, I guess you're gonna have to order the real one. Um, and I was like, like, huh? like you like a real man would say oh my gosh no worries that's like h- hilarious like let's laugh it off and then I go get him some fucking rinky dink random fucking gift and put on some lingerie and we laugh it off and Christmas is good not with him this was like a three-day ordeal where he made me feel so dumb for ordering the wrong hoodie and for not looking into it And so, eventually, I ended up having to, like, pay, like, $300 instead of $200 for a fucking hoodie that I ordered twice, and then I had a knockoff hoodie that literally just, like, is in the garbage somewhere. I have no idea what he did with it. He never wore it. Um, And might I add, we got the real one, and it was a fucking exact same replica of the hoodie. Like, no one would have known the difference. But anyways... Now I would not be such a little bitch to order a second fucking hoodie for an ungrateful man like Jimmy Neutron, whatever. I'm going to call him Jimmy Neutron anyways, because I don't know his, what I'm fucking talking about. So he's Jimmy Neutron from now on. And then his birthday rolls around, which might I add is in the exact same month as Christmas. So I already spent 300 bucks and I'm in college, might I add 300 bucks on this man's gift and his birthday is like fucking six days after or whatever. And I decided to plan like a lovely little staycation three hours away from our home. I booked the hotel. I was I planned all these excursions for us. I like planned restaurants we were going to go to. I was like going to pay for the whole trip. It was going to be such a nice time for us to bond and get fucking back on track with this asshole dick who didn't really have any interest in trying with me. So I like on his birthday, give him a card and like I he opens it and it's everything to do with what I was giving him, the hotel tickets, everything, the dates we were going to go, all that. And he was just like, I told you I didn't want an experience as a gift. And he did tell me that, but this was the only way that a girl in college could afford to get a couple decent gifts because I was able to postpone the payments of this trip. And yeah, he was such a dick about it. He's like, I told you I didn't want that. Like, I'm sorry to make you feel uncomfortable, but like, I why would you why would you do that? Like, I told you I didn't want this. Like, it's just a gift I don't want. Like, honestly, I'd rather just not go. Like, I don't know when I'm gonna have the time off. Like you can just like go with a friend or whatever. Like, I don't want to go. <laughs> um, such a fucking dick about it. So I spent like a day crying about it or whatever, which he didn't care. And then the next day we wake up and we were, like, shopping at Little Lemon and he was, like, hey, like, since we're not going on, like, our trip and, like, the gift didn't work out, like, how about I just, like, pick some stuff up at, like, pick some stuff up here at Little Lemon and you can pay for it. Like, this is actually fucking so ridiculous that I put up with so much shit. And... So, of course, I spent, like, another $350 on him at fucking Lululemon, leaving myself with, like, $10 and, like, didn't eat for two weeks in college because of my ex-boyfriend that was such a dick and basically just, like, totally financially abused me. And that is pretty much essentially, in a quick few words, why I am completely traumatized by the act of gift-giving. now god i don't know how i'm gonna deal with that in my next relationship maybe i'll just say no gifts ever in our relationship because i really fucking do hate everything about gift giving and i spent way too much time talking about that because who really cares but let's talk about like what you should and shouldn't get your significant others for christmas some i'm gonna say like please please don't ever follow these online christmas guides? they are absolutely there's something weird going on, on the computer i don't know weird don't follow any of these fucking stupid ass christmas guides. like i'm gonna read you some of these right now 51 seriously cool holiday gifts your boyfriends will love oh I missed it scrolling 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 is what we do scrolling 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 for gifts no one likes but you 17.com all right 51 seriously cool gifts your boyfriend will love a dumpling light so it's a light that is in the shape of a dumpling. I'm sure your man will love that. Peanut butter samplers. That could be good if he's going to eat it off of you. Lab textured fleece bomber jacket. It's from Lululemon. We don't buy shit from Lululemon in this in this house. <sighs> Shoe box. That's ridiculous. That's stupid. Who needs a box for their shoes? They come in boxes. Danny DeVito prayer. Danny DeVito prayer candle. Now I want to know how many people think their man would actually ever open that gift and think it's a good fucking gift, a Danny DeVito prayer candle. Again, fancy. Okay, now 55 best gifts to your girlfriend what I love about you fill in the blank journal that's the same gift you give in high school don't give your girlfriend that um what's next 10 100 movies scratch off poster so you scratch them whenever you watch the movie together maybe if you guys are like a really like obese I'm being so offensive in this segment obese couple then that's a really good gift if you just like love to lay around and eat that's a really good gift what else do we got here personalized star map no girl wants that i wrote a book about us some girls would probably fucking love that but absolutely not me personalized paint by number kits Okay, that is a fucking gift I would like. A paint-by-number of you and your boyfriend to hang above your bed? That's so sick. My mom would love that too. So that's a good gift, in my opinion. What else? Phone charging bracelet. That's cool. I might buy it for myself. All right, I'm giving away way too many Amazon suggestions. And I'm going to say... That those are all bad gifts anyway, so don't buy anything that I just suggested. Because one, Jeff Bezos sells them, and two, because they're just straight up plain old shitty gifts. And there's no way your significant other will want a Danny DeVito candle or a 100 Movies scratch poster for the holidays. Do Jewish people get like shittier gifts because there's less like they get more. So like do they get good gifts? Like, do they get a like does a does a Jewish kid ever get an iPhone for Hanukkah? I guess the rich the rich Jewish people probably do. Then the poor poor Jewish people just get Danny DeVito candles. Um, I'm really fucking out of it today so now let me tell you what let me just get back in the zone first of all and second of all let me tell you about what girls really do want for the holidays because you know I can't say Christmas anymore I'm already off the fucking over the fucking edge of offending people. I've already offended way too many people to be worrying. But, you know, all you can do is try to improve. That's all we can try to do. (sighs) And I'm going to try and improve with not getting off topic. Girls really just want the most stereotypical bullshit you could possibly fucking think of when it comes to Christmas time. We want jewelry, we want shoes, we want purses, we want perfume, we want chocolate, we want champagne, we want an experience. Those are the safest options for your girlfriend. She will not dislike any of those things. And if you can get multiple of those things, you might get the butthole. Speaking of butthole, what do men want for Christmas? They want the beehole. they want a pocket pussy. They want a Texas Nikki of their favorite liquor. They want anal sex. they want sports games tickets. they want a threesome. I'm just fucking kidding. I have no idea what men want um, especially when it comes to gifts. So write in and tell me what they want because I will share the answers but I honestly, though that's like my best fucking guess of what they could want for. Christmas is anything related to orgasms, liquor, and testosterone-related activities such as sports. To end off this holiday episode on a happier, happier note, I want to say something to those who have lost family members, those who are missing a family member right now, those who have family members that are estranged from, those who are on the opposite side of their the planet from your family members, those who have sick family members, those who are spending the holidays alone, it's really okay to not feel cheerful and at your best right now. I know it may seem like everyone around you is in the best spirits going to fun activities with the people they love, but I want to remind you it's okay not to feel cheerful right now. And a lot of people are struggling with missing someone or feeling like a little piece of them is missing this holidays. So you have the right to feel worried or sad. What you are going through is a big deal. And if you are worried about a family member that has bad behavior, I hope that they get through the holidays. I'm praying and putting all the good energy out there that they get through the holidays healthfully and that you hear positive news, Boxing Day. I know that's like morbid, but I hope that you can hear from your loved ones throughout the holidays and that you get the peace of mind that they're healthy and happy and good. And if you are missing someone, I hope you know that their energy is still there with you and they would want you to focus on those around you who do love you, your family, your friends, your coworkers, me, that like literally if you don't have anyone who you feel like loves you right now, I am so thankful for you that you're even like listening to this message that you've made it to the end of my episode and you're listening to what I have to say. So I love you. And you impact so many people's lives every single day in ways you have never been told about. You impact people's lives every single day in ways they don't even realize. Like your presence on this earth changes people's lives every single day you make people think about things differently. So if all is really, really hard right now, I hope you can focus on the present. And if all else fails drown yourself in fucking rum and eggnog to get through the night. (laughs) I'm kidding, but not fucking really. Like sometimes you just got to get through the fucking night, but please be careful. Um, Use my code. If you are going to, this is, that was like such a fucking wholesome note to some such superficial bullshit, but your girl has to make some money please use my code. If you're going to register for better help, please, please, please. Um, it doesn't help me or the show at all. If you don't use the code that was given. So yeah, again, it's meet my mess. Um, I think, I think it's meet my mess or it's meet my mess podcast. It's at the beginning and I'll put it on my Instagram stories as well. And it will be in my show notes. Um also please if you could give me any christmas gift it would be to review my podcast drop a positive review please um and also rate it five stars it really really helps the validity of the show and um attracts people to it and finally follow me on twitter instagram tiktok youtube you know the deal i'll put everything in the show notes and happy holidays everyone and thank you for an amazing year of support and too many laughs to fucking mention. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.